1: Well, hello to the Nina Calza show. What a fabulous result. Liverpool back on top. Um, picking the cherries 3-0, the, the bottling reds back on top of the league. Um, fun times indeed. 3-0, if you live under a rock against Bournemouth. Um, happy days. And you know what? What better way to mark the occasion than to do a live podcast with Oh God! Now this is slim pickings. People that you consider to be your friends. So you know, without further ado, let me introduce my panel. You heard him on the preview show. He delivered quite an excellent rant. I hope there's no rants today. It is Gags Tandon. Gags, hello. Hello,
2: a guest finally, rather than just a producer. It's all good. Hey, yeah, you're good, multitasking yeah. the rants, today. The rants were the rants have gone down. A treat, man. Everybody is loving it. They love the rants. Thank you very much, folks.
1: Whatever, don't you know what? Don't massage his ego because I'll be honest with you, I can't be dealing with angry little fucking dwarfy over here. So, <laughs> the I, as well.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> speaking of it, you know what? It wouldn't be a combination without having the next guest who makes up for the height factor. He's got nothing between his ears, but his all legs. <laughs> is <laughs> <campaign. laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, nothing between the
3: ears. That's actually, yeah. You, Probably got that
1: right, yeah. I can love that. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see your commentary and your analysis on this game. This should be fun, 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 fun. Okay, so you know what? We have a few callers. I will come to you lads in a minute, but we'll go straight to the caller because we don't like keeping them waiting a long time. So first up, it is Rakesh. Rakesh, welcome to the Nina Cowzer Show.
4: Hey Nina, how are you doing?
1: Oh, it's so good, you know what It's great to watch the Reds and thinking about things like should I do a sheet mask? Can I do this? Can I do that rather than sitting on the edge of my seat and biting all my nails off so you know what i'm fucking happy
4: <laughs> Tell me about it i mean uh it was a it was a great performance. I was actually at the west Ham game on uh on Monday and uh this was the complete opposite. This is exactly what what we wanted to see and uh yeah the the boys delivered today.
1: No, for sure they did. And you know what? Um, uh, is is there a specific question, or is just a, is this just a talking point that you want to bring up with the panel?
4: Well, yeah, yeah. I what I really wanted to, to talk about today was the standout midfield. It's probably the mid uh, midfield three that a lot of us would probably consider our strongest midfield. And first time they've played together um, from the start, I believe, and they were. Excellent. Fabinho was all over the place, covering and winning the ball back, and uh, obviously Ginny got his his goal and was instrumental. didn't stop Didn't stop running, and uh, and Keita was also great. You know, he um, he took a few players on. He 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 passed it quick um, and was always moving and always presenting an option and yeah it's it's just really i'm really really happy to see that midfield and see that display obviously you know small small tiny caveat it was born it's only Bournemouth but at the same time let's you know i don't want to put it down on things because it was a great performance and i think now we can move forward with uh, a degree of positivity after uh the last couple of games, which yeah, unfortunately weren't weren't quite so good, but yeah, great, great performance today.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: No, for sure. And Cam, I'm going to come to you first on this one because um, I think uh, I think it has been the highlight, talking point, the midfield today. And uh, I know I have a memory of a goldfish, but for me, that was probably one of the best midfield performances I've seen. Um, from and also um, one that really complemented each other. And you know, there was some. You've know, you got Fabinho sitting the deepest, you've got Naby Keita, who isn't it madness how if you keep playing a player, he will play into form. And today he started looking like the player that we were so expecting. And of course, Ginny Wanyaldum, I mean, Rakesh just said that he was at the West Ham game and I thought he was a massive miss. Um, He's been one of our consistent midfielders. And I felt like just them three really, really helped the attack. You know, the attack seemed like they had some supply, you know, and there was like less distance and less space between the attack and midfield and, and also the midfield in defence because I thought Fabini was doing a brilliant job in covering. Um, I want to get your thoughts. Please talk to me.
3: It's the best midfield performance this year. Um, We've played what this now, fifth or sixth game this, this year. Um, I'm not counting this season, but this year that's been our best midfield performance and that's coincided with our. Best team performance this year, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And those three would be my preferred three. That's the the three I said I want to start on the uh, the main AI pod last night. And I I said we need to keep Kyiter in the team because the only way he's going to get better and understand what we need from him is by playing. He's not going to become the player we want him to be by dropping him and putting him on the bench to watch the game. So. And, like you say, having Ginny back um it proves what an influential player he is for our team, and what he brings is um he brings calmness, assuredness he he also um he helps uh, join everything up i think you know he so he's been part of our team now for two years, he knows what's expected, and by having him there, it helps Fabinho be a better player, it helped Kaita be a better player. I mean, the first goal, uh, the second goal for Ginny came from Keiter actually winning the ball off uh, Jordan mm-hmm. May. It was a little mm-hmm. toe poke. It was pressing. Gags is going to love that when it comes to do the pressing stats. It was it was pressing. He was there, and he, he the the ball for uh, Bobby. It was it was superb. Everything about Naby Kiter today was what you want to see from him. It was just so unlucky. He didn't, just didn't get that goal at the end. You know, if he could have just kept that shot down. Um, It would have capped off a really, really good performance from probably, um, I think, his best performance this season for us. And it's just a sign of things to come, I think.
1: Yeah, I think he had a really, really fabulous, um, uh, opening game against West Ham as well, um, where it actually we were full of compliments for that midfield as well. And I believe it was, um, James Milner, Naby Keita and Ginny Wijnaldum. Gags, I'm, I'm going to come to you. Of course, um, there was a lot of pressing, a lot of harrowing involved. I and I know you tweeted at half time that, you know, Fab, Kater and Ginny have just been, um, to quote, um, a, a rap tune, hot fire. Um, yeah. I want to I get your thoughts on on that. And um, be, also be... another thing I noticed as well today, and I'd like for you to kind of um, elaborate on this is, I felt like with that midfield as well, I felt like we were super, super, super efficient and effective on counterattacks today as well. I felt like the urgency, the decision-making was just a little bit quick.
2: Yeah, I think the first thing we have to go by is uh, is is, I don't think it was Ginny. I don't think it was Ginny that we missed. I think um Ginny played with his Leicester as well. So we were pretty shit in that game, folks. Uh, I think it's we missed the Ginny Fab combo. That's what we missed. Fab didn't start against Leicester. Okay. Fab started with Ginny today together and that's what we missed. I think them two together is what makes us tick uh, better. Uh, I'm not so taking anything away. Him and together is what is needed going forward in every season game now. I think they were fantastic together. Uh they gave Cater the freedom to play a bit mm-hmm. better and do what he wanted, you know. So I think that's that's the key really. They them two them two really together seem like they know what they're doing. They know how to play together. Fab just adds so much. Ginny now is becoming so mm-hmm. vital, but I think he needs, he needs that protection from Fab, who, who has his own qualities. And as we know, he's a pressing machine at times. And Kater won the ball back from, and we scored and Ginny scored. Would, would you so say
1: this, why fantastic. this midfield works, guys? And I'll come to Rakesh in a minute. Would you say the reason why this midfield works is because there's diversity in it?
2: Yeah, they do everything. They can do everything. They can, they, I, I said on Twitter, it's got the most balance. I think it was Twitter or mm. Discord. It's the most balanced in terms of defense, attack, press, everything. It's got it all. Like if Ginny doesn't press as much as the others, he, he's got other things where he can cover and uh, he makes space for people. He does so many other things that you don't see, whereas Keita can press, he can drive, he can dribble. Ginny can dribble as well. Fab can do pretty much a bit of all those things, but is stronger defensively than all three or out of the three. So you see there that all three of them can attack... Um Two of them are super presses in, in Fab and Cater. And then Ginny does all these things that no one sees. But then now if he can keep doing what he did today in terms of scoring. And there's some kind of thing with Ginny that just does make us tick that we we even the UP boys can't put their finger He's on. He's a
1: silent kind of leader, kind yeah, of yeah.
2: Thing. he is a leader that the, the team love him. They love him. He's yeah. the vice captain if if um if what's his name? Hendo and there. They picked him. You know, that that's come out in the press. So that's so vital. I think though, overall, as a three, they they were brilliant. But one thing is, if they can play together like that against United, that would be that would be the one that tells me that they are the best three because yeah, something what Rakesh
1: alluded to as well, right? Yeah,
2: Bournemouth are our bitch. It's, mm. it's plain and simple, Bournemouth are our bitch. They 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 are they were the best team to play today for us. If there was an ideal team to play, it was Bournemouth and we'd beat from- them I'd played until
1: the end of, yeah. them <laughs> the, end only, of the season. I
2: only beat what's in front of you, so yeah. credit to the team. But if they can do that against United, I'll be far more impressed.
1: For sure, for sure. And Vakesh, I'm going to bring you in. You've heard what the lads have said. They pretty much are in agreement with pretty much everything that you said. I'll let you have the final thoughts.
2: Um,
4: yeah, just again, great performance. Um, just somebody who wasn't, hasn't been mentioned yet. I'm sure he will at some point. Bobby was great today. He played so mm. well, dropping deep, turning, playing those little balls through. Um, he was, he really helped our, our attack gel today and, um, he was so, so good. And, you know, it, to, to kind of, um, parallel it or, or compare it to the the performance, um, against West Ham, where it was not his his finest hour, let's say. Um, this is exactly the kind of Bobby we need moving forward because he gives us that presence up front. He can hold it, he can play it, um, and he moves. You know, he's he, he's, he's the real deal. And um, I was I, I was blown away by his performance today.
1: No, absolutely, and we will definitely get into that um, later on in the pod. But thank you so much for calling, Rakesh.
4: Take it easy, guys.
1: You too. Enjoy your weekend. Okay, so that was Rakesh kicking things off nicely on the Nina Kaiser show. We're absolutely buzzing. Um uh, happy with the midfield. Um we've got another caller lined up. Let's see what where the discussion leads us. There's plenty of positives, plenty of talking points. So you know what? Our next caller is Oh, uh, it's Mr. Happy himself, it's Quessy. Quesi, welcome back.
5: Yeah, hi Nina, how are you?
1: I'm so good and even better after uh, well now that I'm speaking to you Kressy, uh please um, give us some more
5: positivity
1: because as you can hear from my voice I am smiling like a Cheshire cat ear to ear
5: well you know I am um, I usually because we we try and throw a lot of things at the wall and then some of it sticks right so usually I don't gloat about predicting something but I remember driving down a highway in Atlanta after we went, uh, after Manchester City came to us and it drew Nilal, and saying, why don't we just have Fab and Keita in a two until they get their feet in the, in, the, in the flat back three, you know? And I, it's working out. That's what Klopp has done, and it's really, really working out. So I'm. I'm over the moon. Today's a good day. Um, What else? Genie, as the most attacking of the three, was also quite impressive. Uh, And and in my mind, given his background as an attacking player, he's the perfect person to be there. And it makes him a little more positive in his passing when he's there. When he's in the six or he's in the, the, the shotler role as the eight, he tends to be pretty negative with his passing, mm-hmm. but when you when you ask him to play sort of of the three, the number ten role, so to speak, he he gets more positive, you know his dribbles are closer to the goal, and then he can turn back at that point so um I'm, 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 everybody's talking about the midfield, but overall, I thought we did well, and to be honest, this team, including Mati is the most vertical team in terms of their passing. Meaning, if you were to switch Gomez, who deserves to start when he comes back on his face, you would find that this team, that team doesn't pass as vertically as the one with Matip in there. This is a team full of risk takers, especially when Trent came on. So so, uh, if we need to blitz a team, any team, this is how you go about it.
1: Absolutely. And um Cam, I'm gonna come to you on um on on just the points that Questy's made there. I mean, uh you, you were singing the Genuine Alden's praise and it was actually so nice to see him in the box as well and you know, uh, and players like Matipa. I can't think who he, he played a gorgeous ball to somebody in the first half. Oh god, who did it go to now? And you know, it was it almost deserved to be a goal. But um I think there's something in that. Um sometimes that our defence can just pick pinpoint a pass to the attackers or, you know, to the likes of Robertson and let them run forward. Um, they they do perfectly, com- you know, complement each other. I want to get your thoughts in particular on on what Quessy said there.
3: The pass, as Harindabaji uh, has just said in the chat group, was matic to Bobby. Bobby just it you. and Boric. And Boric, yeah. uh, came out and smothered it. That um, is the one
1: I'm thinking. Yeah, gorgeous the, yeah. running pass. Yeah,
3: gorgeous running pass. And, and it's like Questie says, it's, it's these vertical passes. Um He's he's absolutely right. Um, we we're more progressive with with the way the team was set up today. Um, Ginny as an attacking as the attacking midfielder is something we should be doing more if he's, mm. if we're playing with her. He had um, I mean Cam just interrupted there. He
1: he had yep. two chances in the box and then when he fucking scored his goal that was Dutch technique. It was majestic.
3: I, I thought he would under hit it. You you I could see. It. I f- I felt lobbing. Lob him, and I just thought, oh, he hasn't quite hit it hard enough. But it was just perfect. It was, it was a wonderfully taken goal. Mm. Um, I think even the def- uh, defender was Aki at the time, and I think he thought he was going to let it drop and then try and do something. I don't think he expected the lob, so that the lob actually took the defender out of the equation completely. So um, it was, it was, it was a wonderful goal, and um, it, it's it's nice that finally we, we've had a midfielder score a goal. When was the mm-hmm. last time a midfielder scored a goal for us? I can't remember. Our midfield just does not score goals. It, for me, that's something we seriously lack in. And, um, so, yeah, it was, it was really good to have that today. Um, and going back to something that Rakesh said earlier, um, Bobby was instrumental in everything today. It all revolved around Bobby playing well. And when Bobby plays well, that everything else ticks around him. And plus... Obviously, when you've got a really good midfield, strong midfield, um, it, it was just perfect today in that respect. And that's what we needed. So, yeah, really good. Really happy with that.
1: For sure. And Gags, I'll come to you. G- give me your thoughts on, uh, you know, what what McQuestie um, said there. And um, I want to get your thoughts on, on the goal. They were all, you know, two goals were absolutely stunning. But, you know, Ginny's first.
2: Yeah, Ginny's was, uh, I mean, <laughs> fucking hell, he... I didn't think he had it in him. I didn't think he had it in him to do, to finish like that. And then that's why it was pretty unbelievable. When it happened, you just went, what the lob the keeper as well. Like uh, Cam just said he took out the defender, took out everybody. The keeper was done for everybody was done for. It was just, uh, you know, mental. I mean, everyone's saying Bobby was um, involved in everything. It's pretty much, that's pretty much correct. 1.5 XG chain. But, uh, uh, XG chain for Nabi today, 1.57 and XG build up 1.45. Nabi was involved in absolutely every fucking thing today in every way, shape or form. And that is music to, I think, everybody's ears because we want, we want these individual players. We want Ginny to step up and score. We want, um, you know, we want Naby to come into form. We want Bobby to come back into form. So to see those type of numbers from those players that you've all just mentioned is 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 vital for for us to go forward. And you know what? More than anything, what was important? I know this is the best. Uh, um, this not I'm, I was going to say this isn't like I said. This is the best team to play Bournemouth, but I think our confidence needed it more than yes. anything. Needed it, like, we needed to play this lot.
1: You know what Bournemouth are? <laughs> Bournemouth are, to me, in, in a football team, like chips. Like, I'll never grow <laughs> tired of them. <laughs> yeah. They gave me a deli belly once, the 4-3, but other than that, it's all good. Okay, so, um, uh, no, thank you for that, gags. I'll quickly move over to Quessy, see what he has to say about your commentary, and then we'll move on to our next caller. Questie, I'll let you have the final say before we let you go and enjoy your weekend.
5: Nina, the, um, Nabi's performance looked a lot like what we used to see at Leipzig. You know, uh, mm. he needs to see a lot of the ball, I think. And what's important about his play is that he gets the attacking players involved as well. Man. Gets them warm, gets them the touches, gets them in rhythm so that as the game goes on, we can progress. And his pressing, we know he's a good tackler, good presser. So, as Gag said, he, he sort of is the consummate all-rounder. And if you look at the three we started, they are the best all-rounders as midfielders we have. I mean, Oxlade, the Chamberlain, apart. So that's great. In terms of Bobby and his being involved in absolutely everything, thing about Bobby is that I didn't even worry when he wasn't playing well against West Ham. Because all season, he's been happily inconsistent. Let us prepare ourselves for maybe another game. Clearly, he's playing German opposition next, so he'll play well there. But maybe another game, he'll just not play well. His touch it won't come off, and then the next game, he's back. He's back at it again. So, so we can never see Bobby's bad performance as a trend. He's he's that's that's him. He's uh, he's an enigma. Jek- um, one-
1: yeah, Jacqueline Hyde
5: one that I'm happy to have in the team. Yes, yeah, mm. so, so so thank you for having me um, and thank you for wishing me a lovely weekend. I know I'll have one now. I, I'm watching Atletico and Real Madrid and that's fun. So, yeah, cheers.
1: Lucky you. Um, enjoy, Cressy. You take care and um, enjoy 10 days away from the Reds. Just, you know... <laughs> Let's hope uh, Chelsea do us a favor at some point you know but no, thank you so know,
5: much they are desperate Chelsea yes. uh, if you yeah. think about it uh, you know the top 4 race is really really hotting up mm-hmm. and I think that might help with Igwe in there it gives them a cutting edge so any good play that Chelsea produces they're likely they're more likely you now to score from their good plays than with Marata there so so you know here's hoping they do something for once in their miserable blue lives. <laughs>
1: <laughs> here, All here. Right, Kwesi, right, you take care.
5: Take care, man. Bye bye.
1: Bye. Okay, so those are the lovely, lovely tones of Kwesi Davis. We're going to move on to our third caller. And it's um, another person there, I call a friend, um, not joining us live, but he is on the call in. It's Harinda Baji. Harinda, welcome. Hello. Hey, you know, everybody? we're good, we're good. Emma, um, uh, please fire away. What are your thoughts? What are your points? Emma, um, oh, you, two familiar voices for you on this pod today. Well, you know all mm, of them, really.
0: Indeed. So, here is my question to the panel. Everyone has described our first half performance and most of the second half as well as intense, that we had intensity. So, my question to the panel, uh, in a highbrow kind of way, as I know, Nina, you like highbrow questions, is this, was the intensity down to the change in personnel, or was the intensity down to the team thinking, we are not going to fuck this up?
1: Ooh, You know what, Gags, I'm going to come to you first on this one because obviously mm. I know you watch a lot of them. Um, Liverpool um you you have sometimes the thankless task of watching some very bad performances in very very slow time i respect yeah. you so much for that <laughs> i really do Um i want to you get your thoughts me. the oh, i respect you a lot you know what don't act like you know what you know i watched once upon a time and you know who you are you're snow white and i'm the fucking evil queen
2: you are but Go i don't on. like the snow white thing but anyway um I think it's multiple factors. I think I've mentioned one of them already. I think the, I think, yeah, we couldn't fuck up for one. Returning players is another in terms of Ginny. Um, I think being at home against your favorite team. Is I think another. the crowd
1: were really helpful today oh, too, you know. Can I just oh, give them a shout out? They were up for it from yeah. the minute.
2: I don't think it was. That was yeah. going to be my main point. Yeah. I think, I think it can't be, it can't be just one factor. I think there's so many things that went our way in this game in terms, not, not like, uh, lucky, just like we played well, everything. It was, it was, it was, um, it was multiple things. Ginny coming back, a nice midfield, um, you know, more protection for Milner on the right, the, the team knowing they can't fuck up in this one, the fans being up for it, the way Klopp built. It
1: Rico up. got an absolute thumping in the first half as well, right? They know what hit him, their yeah. defender.
2: Yeah, everything, everything yeah. went away. We, we started like a house on fire versus Leicester. Mm-hmm. Remember? First two minutes. We scored, we scored early against West Ham. Mm-hmm. All the games start really hot, but then it depends mm-hmm. on who's playing, what's going on, how, how it goes yeah. on. We were too nervous. The fans were really nervous against Leicester as well. And none of that was allowed to creep in, in this game.
5: Mm-hmm. So
2: fantastic. And oh. I think for Baji, yeah, it's all, it's a combination. It won't be one thing. It will be a combination of all for me.
1: For sure. And Cam, I'm going to come to you. I know you're going to speak about the fans, but another thing I noticed as well, and, uh, you know, Gags kind of mentioned the Leicester game. One thing I noticed about this game was we went 1-0 and we weren't happy with that. There was like almost like this urgency to score as many goals as as much goals as you can. There was a lot of chances created. I'm really intrigued to see, you know, the, the stats after this game. Obviously, I've not had the chance to look at them. um, But I want to get your thoughts on that as well. The fact that Liverpool were 1-0 up and it simply was not enough because it's almost like they've been scarred from previous games, which they had been
3: that. I mean the last two games we've we scored the first goal and we've
1: And we've it was Sadio Mane and all of them as well. I was like shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is like this is like Paolo Maldini when he scores in finals.
3: Four <laughs> games in a row he's uh scored <laughs> <Yeah>. in <there. laughs> so, uh, first time he's ever done that I think in the mm-hmm. Premier League in one in one season. Um so uh no he's 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 playing really well for us at the moment. Uh he's probably been our most consistent player this calendar sure. year. Um yeah, it's like Gag says. It was a complete combination of everything. Um, the team was set up really well. That helped. Uh, the as as Henry and said, the intensity was there. The there was uh, the Mo looked a lot better today, and I don't mm. think that can be under, underestimated. He looked a lot more freer within himself, and he was able to express himself. He he wasn't getting there wasn't that look of frustration on him really today. It was almost like he was enjoying his football again today, and that made a big difference. the The quick interchange passing with Bobby and Mo was Which they couldn't was, handle. They couldn't handle, and 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 some of Bobby's passing today was 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 a was a joy. Um, you know, he was setting up so many chances. He he, he could he could have had a, a couple of goals easily, and he didn't. Mo could have had a hat trick today. Trent could have had a goal. Um, Naby could have had a goal. Sadio could have had another goal. There, there was so many opportunities there. It, it was everything, and like like uh, you you, t- you stole my thunder. It, I I think the crowd were immense today from the first minute. They all the way through though they, they didn't stop, and when the crowds like that, it makes. huge difference it really does it must lift those players immensely Mm. and when they know they've got the crowd on their side like that and there is that nervousness is not there and it's not transmitting them to the players it helps the players I mean do you think Klopp's
1: words in the match day program may have helped as well because the commentary the stream that I was on the commentators kept saying that Klopp you know had like massive words of encouragement that when we're get when we pull together, great things happen. You know, like it was almost like a rallying call, you know, to battle.
3: It, it certainly seemed to have had that effect. I mean, he's had to say it a few times though f- throughout the three and a half years he's been here. Um, you know, we we always need the crowd, and and I think the crowd is is vital. I mean, I remember when we played City in the Champions League that night, the crowd were oh immense. Gosh, yeah. And mm-hmm. look what we did in that first half to City. We blitzed them. You know, we were 3-0 up at half time. Rattled and them. They were rattled. They,
1: rattled. they couldn't them. play a pass together. Honest God, they couldn't.
3: couldn't.
1: And, and, the, and the crowd... Do not underestimate that. the power of the crowd. Honest. Definitely, I know nobody but,
3: does. There's, there's a pub outside Anfield uh, on the Walton Brett Road, I think. It's called the 12th Man. And that's what the crowd needs to be. The 12th Man. That's what we we were known as before. Mm. So if we can get that back... It would be amazing if we could keep that going. You know, Maybe start doing, maybe the crowd should start getting there early, You know, getting all the fans together, greeting the coaching, let the players know that we are fully I agree. behind them.
2: Only six more left, man. Only six more games to do it. Might as well.
3: Might as well. Why, why, why aren't we doing it? That has to be the question. Why are they not doing it? The crowd haven't. It's not, you can't just expect, you don't support your team when they're winning, as in, Oh, they've scored a goal now. And now we'll start making noise. You've got to start like that. You,
2: Camp, you know, you the, start- fan, the fans bottled it, mate? In the we, they, midweek, we, mid-week, we, midweek when, when they said against Leicester, the fans. We we have to say we bottled it as a as a collective uh, the, the fan base. From, we, we are we are part of it. that fans uh, yeah, fan base, right? So we have to say we bottled it because we we were all nervous. We were all shitting ourselves. Well, we went from doubters to believers to doubters. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. We, we did a 360. It. And we did what we need to do is like you said, just turn up, make, treat every home game as a Champions League game. Doesn't matter what so. time of day, just fucking yeah. do it. And honestly, it. if we can yeah. that means if we can get those six games as points, six wins, yeah? That's pretty damn good because obviously Chelsea and Tottenham are in there as well. And then away from home, we're pretty damn good.
3: Well, we've only we've only drawn one away game and uh, outside of the top top five, because we haven't played yeah. United away yeah. yet. That's the next i yeah. next to well, United and Everton
2: next away games, I think,
3: aren't they? <laughs> I think, oh, I'm, I think, with I'm, that I'm, I'm, being disrespectful, I'm, I'm not overly worried, worried about, about Everton. Everton, <laughs> Everton at the moment, seeing as they lost again today. Oh yeah. God, I don't Everton know. Everton,
1: Everton would lose to Sheffield United.
3: What, to the? Everton? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck?
2: Yeah, <laughs> where did
5: he get Sheffield United from? Because they lose the yeah. to Villa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God, Cam, get with it, man.
1: I haven't been here for five weeks. I've not been it was last night! night. <laughs> oh, was I didn't okay, see it, I don't know. We expect you to know. know everything, Cam. Get with no, it, okay? I don't know. There's fucking sawdust well, the between his ears. Yeah. Shall <laughs> so I shut up now? <laughs> Please yeah. do. Please do. <laughs> for the integrity of this show, <laughs> silence though? No, 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 go get
2: the no, take-away. no what, but I, I think was, what you said, you were right, though. Yeah. Thank you. I think you're right. We need to have, the the fan base has to be clearly right behind everybody, uh, the players, and show them that they want it. And I think it gives you, uh, we've proven it gives them a lift. Champions League nights for a reason are... Oh, that. And you, is, you know what, in, in, you the fans
1: lift. become up for it as well because, like, you already start on that hype, if yeah, you know what I mean. Fan. You know, like, the adrenaline's pumping in the fan base. You just want to get into that stadium and just sing and sing and sing and sing, and sing till you literally lose your voice and you sound like a toad the next day but that's what it is i'm gonna bring um, baji in and you know this is somebody who you know goes to all the games who knows everything about, I want, about
2: I want to ask him about Spurs in that running because that wasn't a night kickoff that was a three o'clock people say only evenings get bounce that was probably one of the loudest league games baji in the last 10 years right the Spurs yep. thumping so they can do it the fan base can do it. These are the people that go every week, including the day trippers, everyone. They can do it. There's no See, I remember to... the th-
0: I remember the Spurs dumping and the Fulham roar from 1314. And the roar from the cop that day was something like nothing ever before. Like it's almost this massive release of energy, you know, like charging everybody forward. And Cam's right. Gabs, you're right too. You know, sometimes the fans do bottle it. They do. You know, a midweek uh, against Leicester when it's pissing while freezing outside and snowing and things like that, it's, it's difficult to be warm and to, to not let old things bother you. It is. It's hard. Look, we're Liverpool fans. We've seen the best. We've seen the worst. We've seen shit happen to us that no other fan is ever going to go and see. We've seen our football team literally capitulate at times and we've seen them catapult themselves and come back from the brinks of disaster. Everything we've seen. We've, we've been there, we've got the T-shirts, we've sold T-shirts afterwards as well, knowing <laughs> no, no, Liverpool and merchandising. Um, but the key thing is, this match is now done. The next match is a European night by Munich. The next home match after that, I believe, is Spurs. The one after that, if I remember correctly, is... Anybody know? Everton? No, home match.
1: Home match. Oh, I don't
0: know. I'm going to Chelsea.
2: Cheat. Yeah, it's Chelsea. Chelsea. Wow. So the
0: biggies are coming. The and we've got Champions coming. League nights in between. And obviously, we're going to knock out Bayern Munich. And we'll have more Champions League, night- League nights in between. So, you know, sorry, Bayern Munich fans, if you're listening.
5: <laughs>
0: there won't be any. You never you, you, never you never you never know. know. You, you never you, know. You, you never know, you, you know.
2: This is on the free and, side,
0: of course. They, 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 could, they could be spying. <laughs>
1: I'm very, I'm very, very marketable. Uh, yeah, they might be getting their Bielser on.
0: Yeah, or they might fancy seeing Cam in tight lederhosen. Who knows?
1: <laughs> who knows? who knows.
2: Bielsa and lederhosen. He's brilliant. got the
1: legs for it.
0: Indeed, indeed. Anyway, we digress. But some of our chances were as tight as Cam's pants. They were, let's face it. You know, like you literally you're gritting your teeth because you just think that's about to go in and you jump up and down like me in this living room of frustration, like fucking put the ball in the back of the net. But that's great to see. We can be profligate in front of a goal and beat a team three 0 and not look as if they're going to we're not going to give them a chance. And my son agrees with me. Yes. Thank you, Saib. We, that's right. All we have now is exactly what King Kenny said yesterday and what Jurgen Klopp has been saying in the programme, and what both of them and what most people have been saying all throughout the season and seasons prior. Stick together, you never know what's going to happen, but if we stick together, we're stronger. It's easy to get splintered because, let's face it, Liverpool can be like a bad relationship at times where you remember all the bad things and you think, oh, it's going to happen again, and you get scared. It happens, it's natural, we're only human. But you know what? Now's our time. We can do this. Up the Reds.
1: Oh, the rest, well, um, uh, Baji, thank you so much for calling.
0: No problems, I have a very good evening, and we are still top of the league. And fuck you, Man City,
1: yes, yes, go and smash a pizza.
2: <laughs> what the way I come from, <laughs> he likes pizza, <laughs> yeah. Next week, he is that's what we're doing this time next week.
0: <laughs> well, it um, has to be the most random thing ever. Oh, god, go smash your pizza. <laughs> What the <laughs> fuck, God?
2: Anyway, me... <laughs> on. Oh, and
1: with that, good. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay, um, we have a question from Steve P. I'm guessing his surname is Steve Pizza. Okay, so he wants to know, do we switch it up for Bayern or keep a winning team? And then he puts in brackets. Uh, can't call in with the kids and the background noise. Um, uh, thank you for thinking about us. Um I will come to Cam on this one. Cam, I know, you know, you're, you're a believer of, you know, Champions League is huge. Of course it's huge. Um, But obviously this um Liverpool team is so desperate to win a league. And there's been a lot of talk actually on, you know, the AI uh, Pro Plus side of things that maybe clubs should, you know... Take his eye off the ball for the Champions League, but please hit me with something. What What do you want? I mean, this is Bayern Munich. This is Klopp. He absolutely can't stand Bayern Munich. There's a lot of revenge. If he can throw them at the Champions League, I'm sorry, I, I have a firm belief that that is exactly what he would do. What would you do, though? I mean, like because I think a lot of people are really conflicted.
3: I would probably make one change from this uh, the team that started today, and that's depending on. Fitness, I would look at bringing Trent in over uh, Millie because I think he will uh, he will provide more going forward, and we need to score um, we need to score not just one we need to score two, and Trent's link of play with Mo will be crucial in this game, so that would be the only change I would look to make if any, otherwise I would pretty much you know if if it's if we started with that eleven i I would not be upset at all. At all, and I think it was really um, uh, telling today that um, he didn't look to bring Jordan Henderson on and give him some minutes or anything like that. So that tells me he's that Klopp was really happy with his team, you um, know, and he looked to give Trent some minutes because he wants to get some minutes in his legs, and he may be thinking of the buying game.
1: Interesting. And what about yourself, Gags? How, I know you keep having conflicting thoughts on this. You know, that game is 10 days away now. It's the next game that Liverpool play. What do you think? I mean, a massive boost that Trent's back as well. You know, like, I thought that was a massive confidence booster as well. The fact that, you know, one of our, one of our missing important players in Mm defence is back. We know Virgil van Dijk won't be for the game. So exactly how many, how much can Klopp weaken us in that regard? I want to get your thoughts. I'm just
2: thinking what Klopp prioritizes. Does he play TAA in? Can he play both? Can he play him? Will he play one in? You know, will he play TAA against United where it's probably a bit more important? Or would he play him in both? I mean, he's just coming back. So there's going to be some big selection, um, headaches coming up when a player's coming back from injury. This is why it would be nice to have another right back. But, um, it might just be, it might just be Milner again. Uh, at right back against Bayern. And you know what? That would actually be nice because it means that we don't have Genie Hendo, Milner in midfield. Um, maybe that's the way we break it. Maybe that's the way we break it. Like I said, um I don't know. I hope Cater plays. I think he'll bring Hendo back in for the United game away from home. He'll want to keep it tighter. So I do actually want cater to play against German opposition. Like Questy said, I think it'll suit him. I think he'll know them. Uh, he'll be more confident against them. They'll probably be a bit shitting themselves about him as well. Like fuck, he's done this damage before. So there's something in the mind game there. But I do think there'll be changes between the two games. Um, I don't think he just goes bang, bang, bang. But you never know with Klopp. He might just have the same team if he plays. If he if he thought this this was a good good performance and brings in as right back and goes. Um, they'll and they'll have, have, the have a ten team. day
1: break as well. So it's not like they're going to be tired or fatigued. You'd like to think so.
2: Yeah, we don't know. It's just, it's just then recovery, isn't it? After that one, mm-hmm. maybe they can go for it. Who knows? Um We'll we'll discuss that with Sai in a fatigue index special over the next 10 days, because we haven't got a game now for 10, 9, 10 days. So, but I, I did, like I said, if you want to go with your best team, because you know what you, you covered it best before when you did the question that Klopp isn't, Klopp isn't going to, isn't going to let Bayern get off easy. He just isn't. There's just no way that he's going to roll over to Bayern Munich. It's not in the guy. I don't think he rolls over to anybody. He won't, unless it's the FA Cup, He, you know, or the, or the Carling or whatever the fucking shit cup it is. But apart from the Champions League... It's a good
1: league, point, though, isn't it? How many how many cup competitions is he going to throw away?
2: No, no, he he can't throw the Champions League. Yeah. At, people, I know Dave said it on Old School, and I said, are you sure you're saying this? And he goes, yeah, because we want to win the league. but. The club won't let it happen because the Mooney. reason why we made this much profit and the the turnover is because this is the business. Champions League is the business. Is and and bonus. the reason why
1: the recruiting was so solid this summer is yeah, because like you further, know the better yeah.
2: you want to get around the next round, so they'll do their best. I reckon he'll play the full team for full strength. Just please don't go, Ginny Milner Hendo in midfield, please. And maybe okay, you get away with it at home, maybe. But not against United as well, just don't, please, don't do that, Just I beg you, fucking we can't we look at this look at this midfield today, and when we go through the next goal, we'll, we'll say we'll, t- we'll the next few goals. We'll tell you why it just it was so good. Mm-hmm. We've got to be better, and um, to answer Steve's question, there will be changes, I'm sure of it, but uh, I just hope it's for the benefit of the team.
1: Yeah, Nobs. You do not play Henderson, Ginny, and Milner for two games back. back Okay.
2: <laughs> Nobs? There, has anybody ever called him Nobs? What the fuck? Oh, dear. In, in, what's his middle name? Norbert. Yeah. Yeah, Nobs. That's brilliant. Jurgen Nobs. Club.
1: Trademarking that. Trademarking that as well. I, right, guys. I like Nobs. I like, I like Nobs. Um, uh, right, Steve. Well, thank you so much for that question. Right, guys. You kind of teach. Nice yourself in there, quite nice. You know, you're just fucking just hosting my show. You're pretty brilliant. Yeah. you are. You're you're brilliant. And so, is Cam, I really like Cam today too because we won. I would have been a different beast had we lost.
2: Yeah, Cam, go smash a pizza. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be right. fair, uh, so my, uh, I said, you know
2: you <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna eat pizza next week. We'll we'll tell people what we'll, we're doing next. We'll week. We'll smash so. it over Nina. Yeah, we'll just put it on a head. That'll be brilliant. <laughs> Boiling hot as well. Um, you wanted me, what did you want me to go through? Sorry, Nin.
1: Um, let's go through the first goal. I mean, yeah. uh, Richard Key's having a meltdown on Twitter. Inject that shit into my way. Why was he having
2: meltdown?
1: About? <laughs> he was like, oh, Mane was offside.
2: Oh, he's, you know what? You know what? Them two, right? Let me say this: them two are trying to make a living off of Liverpool right now. They know that the most rabid fan base this season is Liverpool's because Man City have no fan base, and there's no point in even doing anything with Man United because it's they're not winning anything. They're not going. The baby
1: Shark, a do doo do, massive would disagree.
2: Yeah, so they know that the only fan base to make money off of is Liverpool's. So they are trying to troll. Liverpool's fan base the most. So I would ignore anything coming out of Grey and, uh, Keys, because they are two dickheads, like pure, pure dickheads. So fuck them. But, um, the first goal, um, I don't think it's offside. I don't, I think he's level as well. It's, it's, then, then Kane would have been offside a couple of weeks back when his arm was out. You know, he was level, but his arm was out a little bit. Then, you know, these things uh, arm, are given.
3: Arm is a, you can't, your arm cannot be offside because it's not a part of the body that is allowed to touch the ball. Yeah, so
2: these type of shit things, I mean, it's There you go.
1: There is sense spoken from Cambridge. I knew there's a reason why I picked him.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but, (laughs) I I mean, these things are given and not given, and it's so tight as well. It's not like the obvious... Like, come on, that guy got fucking binned for this week, didn't he? The one who gave uh the lines when he got binned? They binned him off for a week? Yeah, because he deserved it. That was awful. So... Um, that it wasn't like that. So th- this is like where VAR would come in and sort it out. If it was, it was. If it wasn't, but the, you can understand why linesmen watching it live would give it because they don't get the fucking pause uh, when the ball's played like we do. Jesus Christ! Like people are so dumb sometimes. Uh, so yeah, that that's fine. Uh, it was a it was a good finish. It was coming. We were all over them. And, uh, that was brilliant. So, so, um, yeah, it was as simple as that. It's a good finish from, from Sadio. He's on fire. Four goals in four games. First time he's ever done that in his career. How nice is that for him? Best time to do it as well. Uh, earlier.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Cam, what about you? Um, uh, it took the nerve off, nerves off things. I think Sadio Mani is. Like I think you said, he's been one of our most informed players. I mean, even when we've been talking through some of the, you know, the less inspiring performances, he's always come through. And you know, just him in general, I thought he had a really, really lively first half, a bit quiet in the second, but nothing too alarming because we're winning. I think he's allowed to take the foot off the gas a little. I think that's required. Um, but I want to get your thoughts on the goal. Um, what did you make of it?
3: It was a perfectly good goal. Um, uh, in respect to whether it was offside or not offside, he was. He was onside. I think the replays clearly show he's in line um, with the player. I mean, you can't really see the feet. So if we can't see the feet on the replay, uh, how is the linesman supposed to see it exactly? So uh, no, it, it was a fantastic header as well. Um, he got a lot of power into it. He, he did what every good striker should do, and that's head it down. And um, mm. it, it was a good... Uh, Again, it was a good cross as well. Let's not let's not forget that. Yes, um, it was a really really good cross. Was it Milner with the cross? It was got the assist. It was Milner, yeah. wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Milner he's was too, rapid
1: in that half. Yeah. By the way, yeah. in th- that he's, half he was very. He's angry. actually
3: one of our most creative players, isn't he? And, um, and and I've just said I don't want him to play against Bayern. It's, it's meant to, um, because, like I say, I think uh, what I said earlier, but. No, it was. I I think it was a great goal, Um, and it's just what we needed. We 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 just controlled the whole game. I mean, they had the odd little half chance here and there, but we just controlled that whole game today, and it was it was really good. It was really enjoyable performance, and um, yeah, uh, bring it on,
1: bring it on. Right, let's move on swiftly to second goal. Cam, I'll stick with you, uh, Nabi Keta to Roberto Firmino. That's a third goal. Third goal, sorry, third goal. Sorry, um, we've always spoken about genies, which is why I was... Yeah, okay, third goal. So, you know, Naby Keita, as Gags and everyone has mentioned so much, so instrumental in everything that was involved in in a positive sense. It was mostly positive, let's be honest, about Liverpool. Um, But it gives it to Roberto Firmino. Roberto Firmino, completely unselfish. And you know what? He's got his touch back because I thought his touch was so off against West Ham flicks it oh. to Mo Salah, Mo Salah scores and then I mean this is what I live for as well what is the goal celebration going to be and they both just stop and they just kind of fold their arms
2: and just freeze and just look at each yeah, other that's Shaqiri dude the copy of security. yeah that's, the that's- <laughs> I love that they took it yeah. off Shaqiri the cheeky button <laughs> and
3: stole it well that's what Bobby does he steals celebrations doesn't he because obviously um, as Sadio said, he's, he's stealing all of this So, um, now they're stealing Shakiris as well. I wonder
2: who's next on the hit list. M- must be from Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, I, the, 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 the thing about this goal was Naby all of it was yeah. Naby. the the ball from yeah, nabi don't forget
3: don't forget the ball from sadio
2: to oh yeah nabby. sorry sadio but but, but to the nabi ball, ball nabby outside of the right, the right foot, foot. Mm, yeah. and it goes around the defender and yeah. even bobby doesn't expect the curve cuz it take cuz otherwise bobby's in Who took bobby out <laughs> yeah yeah it took bobby out so the curve if was so was good then they took, but, then, but then but but then obviously that allows bobby to do what he did so it all worked out beautifully but the, i mean the vision is superb from Naby and and also to have the balls to do it you know some players just wouldn't wouldn't even think about playing it outside right foot round the defender just they wouldn't they wouldn't uh, I, I mean some of our midfield wouldn't in the past so there you go you see what this guy's he's got it all if he's when he's on and he was on today so whew. and then obviously Bobby just does what Bobby does this is we expect that from Bobby at the end of the day this the, the, the flash the skill and then uh, no chances, Mo miss- missing from there, no chance. So yeah, I think like you said, the stealing of the, the 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 celebration was was a nice highlight in the end, and a lot of people were giving that a lot of love. And,
3: and listeners, in case you're wondering, gags. Uh... Um, stole my voice there and was speaking for me because the question was actually to me but thanks Gags yeah yeah
2: you stopped talking didn't you <laughs> yeah well
1: you didn't give me a chance to carry on did you see this is the problem Gags is not Roberto no he will take it all he's Harry Kane he'll he, he,
2: he's, he's so selfish isn't he <laughs> <laughs> hey I tweeted about that goal with the outside so I had to cover it on the part
1: Okay. Any anything else you want to say about that goal? I thought Roberto Firmino could have had a fair view, and you know oh, there was a counter in the second in the second half, and it was him and Virgil Van Dijk. And just square it to Virgil Van Dijk, and he takes a shot. And I don't blame him because he deserves to take a shot. But I felt like he uh, and I think our first caller Rakesh mentioned Roberto Firmino. I mean, let's talk about him. I thought he was pretty much really sharp today. Um, again yeah. involved in a lot. Um. His decision-making was better. I felt like he was instrumental. He'd really found his groove. But I, I think, as a whole, the front three just looked so much better because I felt like they weren't starved of supply, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, I, I thought that, you know, that one that you just talked about in terms of when you could have squared it. Mm. I think he had every right to take the shot 3 nil up. and yeah, he he the did. attacker. Even Virgil
1: didn't go mad at him. You no, know, he was just like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, he
2: needed to get onto the score sheet personally. So... Uh, for me, I, I thought, yeah, it's fine. Let him have a let him have a, a you know a shot, and and now he can think about it and say, right, I need to do this better next time. So yeah, I wasn't too pissed. There were a couple of other passes that peed me off, but he had a good game overall. Like you said, it was it was back Bobby back to being on fire and involved in everything.
1: Yeah, for sure. And what about yourself, Cam? Your thoughts I mean, on the attack in general?
3: Oh, the, I thought the attack was superb today, and I think it it goes to say, to, sorry. It goes to show that when you've got a good midfield behind that attack, the attack can do what they need to do. And I think the last few games, the midfield has been chopped and changed and it's not been as settled as what what it should be. And being a a better balanced midfield really helped the attack today. And they were getting early ball. And uh, like I said, Mo looked a lot better today. Bobby, I think you only had one misplaced pass that I remember today. And when Bob, it's all about Bobby for me. When Bobby's when Bobby's on fire like that, and he's ticking, and he's 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 inventive, and he's that pressing machine as well. It helps everybody else. He, he he's the what's the word I'm looking for here, Gags? What is he? He's the um
1: instigator. In, yeah, instigator. He's the, the folder,
3: catalyst. The catalyst. That's the word I was looking for. I love that way. Yeah.
1: You used to use your mini <gasps> lady, you horrible bitch. <laughs> yeah, as a, yeah, as the doom. Catalyst of doom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carry on, cab. Shut up, gags.
3: You know what? He
1: asked
3: me. <laughs> no, no that's, that, that's it. I mean, it's all about Bobby for me. If you want our attack to click, Bobby needs to be playing well. And it showed against West Ham, Bobby was awful. Our attack was awful. Today, Bobby mm. was on fire. Our attack looked on fire. He's he's crucial. He's absolutely crucial. What?
1: But then, I mean, like it's what is it with him? Then, I mean, just to kind of go on a, on a side little tangent because we see the good and bad in Roberto Firmino, and I feel like we've seen a lot of it this season. In the sense that, ha, like, we've seen Abukater. Like, he's had you know he looked a bit rusty. We kind of play mm. him. He had a very good game. He's played into some kind of form. What is it about Roberto Firmino? This guy plays week in, week out. Why are we not getting consistent performances from him I think
2: i don't think uh i don't think he uh i don't think he's been consistently played as a nine he's going into ten nine ten nine ten nine mm-hmm. so that's the problem and I think that, you know he needs to be played here if he plays the nine and look at Mo on the right he's just always involved always involved so um you know that that is where we should play them and I think you'll get better from Bobby. You'll get better performances from Bobby as the 9. He is the glue when he's the 9. He can press. He can do everything. From there, he's fine. And then if you get a 3 like this 3 midfielders behind him, it's shit hot. It's fucking shit hot. So, you know, it's going to... There's a lot of positives going forward as long as we stick with this this formation now. And I think, I think Klopp finally has found a 3 that he can use as an alternative to other 3s. Mm-hmm. That he's liked in the past because always he was going forty three one a lot now he's got a three he knows Nabby mm-hmm. can be the one that can roam a little bit less defensive impact on him because he's got Ginny and Fab who are fantastic at that.
1: you clean up behind him uh cam, would you agree with what gag said there about maybe um this is the established role for Roberto Firmino and uh, you know stick dot twist on it um i want to get your thoughts
3: Yeah, very much so um play players in their best position and you'll get best performances it, he, when you move Bobby out wide he, he looks lost I mean I know he's, he's played as the say the number 10 and he's, he's done okay in the odd game but he still hasn't looked that player and in from the number 10 I think he started to drift a little bit too deep and he started going uh, too far towards the halfway line back towards the midfield and I think that that doesn't suit him he needs to be playing as high up as possible it's the perfect place for him. He doesn't um, do
1: that to go missing though, right? Listeners, don't think he does that to go missing. He does that because of midfield.
3: He's looking for the ball because he's not seeing enough of the ball. Yeah. But he's, you would think he's seeing more of the ball because he's playing slightly deeper anyway. It's really bizarre how he he just doesn't get the ball in that position enough. And he's not as effective because I think he actually likes to play, not necessarily on the shoulder of the the centre-backs, but he likes to he likes that little f- freedom just to go from side to side across the centre backs. I think that helps him better as well because he's not only linking up with Mo, he's then linking up with uh, Mane as well. Let's not forget that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So um, yeah, it's it's like I said. We we were all saying it. Bobby is the glue. Bobby is the man, and you get Bobby firing, and and it, it, and we we we're, we we're, we we've got more chance of winning the game. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I do find him to be an absolutely crucial, crucial component in the attack. He's, he sort of pulls the strings behind them to quick boys. Um, I couldn't agree more. Gags, I'm going to come to you. Um, uh, we pretty much spoke about the midfield. We spoke about the attack. Let's speak about the defense. Um, let's give it some big ups. Uh, clean sheet after God oh knows how God. long, First you
2: know, in six or, or one in six. It was before <laughs> this. We were desperate, weren't we? We were like dying. Yeah. Can someone bring the clean sheet? Please. So, um, uh, it was nice that Milner played and got a clean sheet as well. So, and also fucking hell, Fraser, um, not bad. He 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 handled him not too bad in the end, and that was a big worry for a lot of us. So Milner proved us wrong there, but um. And let's not forget
1: at the know, beginning of the, like, I think it was like one minute in, they had a shot on goal and they were like, oh, this game is yeah. for the taking, it's wide open. So they started off quite bright, they had ideas and I have to give them respect for that, the fact that they came to play football, um, albeit at their own demise, but you know, we'll take that all day, every day. But you know, they did come out to play, they tried to play football and, um, um, I thought Jordan Ive was a bit of a handful in the first half.
2: Yeah, he was, down the mm-hmm. left as well. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, uh, he caught, um, Robbo out a few times. Out of- mm-hmm the good thing with Robbo is he always can get back and, and also I, we know he needs like 25 touches to do something with it. Yeah. So we were lucky with that. <laughs> so we got lucky with that. That's exactly what happened. So yeah. Um Overall though, I think they handled everything well. Even Matip looked decent. He did
1: and, look um, decent. And, um, he- and Cam, I'm going to come to you because I thought both of the centre backs were really good. I thought the full backs were good. Um, I want to get your thoughts because one thing that really pissed me off about um the game and this defence was uh, Matip, and I, me and this pro Matip agenda index thing, a fucking soft booking again. And I know people are looking and thinking, why are you counting these yellow cards? But like with with the shortage of defenders, I don't want any of my boys to be suspended.
3: Um, I think. Anthony Taylor was the referee today, I believe. And uh, yes, he was. I think all. I think there were three or four yellow cards, and I don't think any of them were yellow cards. Even the ones that, that Bournemouth got were not yellow cards. There were there were nothing challenges. There weren't. Mm. You know, I think actually the Robbo one was a yellow card because that was a, a deliberate foul. Uh, there was a break on, and he, mm. he deliberately pulled Fraser back. Aside from that, I don't think the other three were yellow cards. Matips wasn't a yellow card. It, it was just more of a collision. Um, th- that was just a bit of poor refereeing. Did you see so, his reaction, like,
2: though, Cam? It's, it's his typical <laughs> what magic <is> reaction. You <laughs> know where he, he just—he's
3: he, having his little hissy fit, isn't he? He's got, <laughs> his tantrum and it's like it, it, it it's brilliant. class. It's class. That's <laughs> that's just Joel. and he has that look on his face, doesn't he? It's like total and utter disbelief.
1: And then he um he got beat by his man shortly after the booking, and then recovered so nicely and just took you know took the ball away from the guy, and I was just like, I'm so glad he timed that perfectly because had that gone Josh wrong, he it was, hey?
3: it was uh, against Josh King, I think.
1: That's it. Yes, it was. Yeah,
3: yeah, uh, really, really good tackle, and uh, it was a clean tackle. And he, it, I said it was a clean tackle. He was tackling with his wrong foot because he was on the he was on Josh King's left hand side, and he tackled with his right foot. You would have thought you would have tackled with his left foot and sweeped across, but no, he, he won the ball cleanly. And it actually went to uh, Virgil, I think, the uh, when he won the ball. So um, yeah, I, I think that was the only time he really sort of looked like he was going to get beat, but he recovered really well. So the um, the defence was, you've got to give him the dues. Even um, Allison looked better today.
1: Mm. And that's massive golf. for confidence as well, because yeah. obviously, like this team has not been, cons- like Gag said, and then they've, you know, the anxiety creep. and he got born with knowing that this team does concede goals and you know the back four has been chopped and changed due to circumstances and injuries and um, the lads held on and they showed resolve and hopefully they take that sort of um, positivity into the next game it's huge
3: so I mean they they, you could see that with that one game that they looked they looked confident again just like that everybody was happy everybody was buzzing you know Whatever they tried was was coming off. All the all the flicks, all the passes. Um, there was none of this, you know, frustration or anything like that. And they've got to take that positivity forward to the next game now and keep rolling. Just a shame. And,
1: got to wait for yeah. ten days because I'm eager to see them now. You know, against Crystal Palace, I was like, yes, take a fucking break. I can't deal with you. And now I'm like, I want to see you again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, sometimes, uh, yeah, that is a long break. We, uh, what is it? What's going on next weekend? Is, why is there no game? I don't even know why there's no game next weekend. Is it
1: FA Cup? You're right, it be. It
2: is. Yeah, the, uh, must we be.
3: Yeah, it must
1: be. We don't fuck with that shit. Yeah. yeah.
3: We 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 got bigger things pitched to find. That competition's too big for us, so we decided to decline it this
1: year. Didn't we? Yeah, that's it absolutely, right, guys. I think we pretty much discussed the majority key talking points of the game. I let you have the final say. Anything that's come up on chat in the chat box, gags, or yeah. any final thoughts from the game, I will let you go first.
2: Uh Rowan, just saying, you know, fourteen clean sheets for the for the for the uh, season, which is massive. You know, crazy compared to last year, and then obviously twenty wins out of twenty six games. Mm. I mean. Like he said, Rowan just said it's it's mental for us. That is that would you ever expect that from us? Um twenty wins yeah. out of twenty-six, that's that's special. And I think during the commentary as well, uh we had sixty two points uh before before this game, and I think that's like the highest since eighty seven eighty eight season at this point in the season. So so yeah, exactly since then. So that team is legendary, eighty seven eighty eight. Yeah. I mean, th- that is a legendary team that blew everybody apart, uh, you know, off the park. So to be well. compared to com- to be compared with them, and to have a juggernaut with unbelievable resources, the best manager, the best squad, everything, and to go against them and be above them when we're level on games is uh, is is something is something. So exactly, something to say.
1: And what about yourself, Cam? And then I've got a question for both of you. Um
3: I'm really really happy. Really really happy, you know, mm. with how the season's going. I'm really enjoying this season. Because obviously we we're, we're challenging for the title. We're in a title race. You know, there's going to be ups and downs and I for one I'm, I'm just enjoying every minute. I really really am and uh, I just I can't wait for the next league game as much as you know I want us to go and win the Champions League as well. You know, this Premier League season has been amazing for us. And I wouldn't change anything so far really, because it's it's keeping keeping us on on the edge of our seats and uh yeah, I'm enjoying it. And I think everybody else should as well.
1: For sure, for sure. It's um it's hard when, you know, people are hot on your tail or a team is hot on your tail. Guys, um, my question was actually, guys, you kinda of mentioned him. Um, The 87 side there, you know, being iconic and legendary and, you know, just used to winning. And both of you guys have seen Liverpool win a title, seen a winning team. You have, like, some of your great, your favourite players are from those eras, right? Um, I want to get your thoughts on this. Do you think that it may, I I think I'm asking this question to give some perspective and offer some perspective to people that are listening that call Liverpool, like, bottle jobs or, you know, people like that or fans that kind of get really tense up, and myself included in that, you know, when I'm watching, I do get really tense up, and then I calm down later, but I want to get your thoughts on this, both of you two, um because you have some experience of winning leagues, or watching your team win a league. Um, do you think it was easier then to win a league? Do you think Liverpool didn't have competition? Like, maybe we should give this Liverpool side a bit of credit with what they're having to deal with, with all the money in the Premier League, and I want to get your thoughts, so both of you just have a discussion with me. It's not aimed at anyone. I wouldn't say it was
3: easier to win the league, but we at that time we were by far and away the best team in the land. Yes,
1: that's what I'm mean. I aiming mean at. Yeah,
3: yeah. We were we were we were superior in every aspect, and um, we had we had an awesome defense. We had a brilliant midfield. We had a brilliant strike force. Uh, we could bring players in. Um, we didn't have Europe, and that was a factor. They didn't have that that you know that extra mm. travel, and so. Hence, why we were challenging for the double every season uh, for about three years. And uh, three or four years, it was either the FA Cup or the League, the FA Cup or the League. And we were just a phenomenal team. Um, The the players we had were just a joy. You know, Mm. Beardsley, Barnes, Houghton, Aldridge, Rush, McMahon. Uh, Gary Gillespie, a
2: joy to watch Gary Abner. We weren't in, we in Europe either, Cam, Yeah, I said he said that, he yeah, said uh, yeah. so, so that. So totally it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was a big factor. Yeah, it was a big factor. But then
3: nobody else was. And then we yeah. saved an extra, an extra year. Well, you know, things back. that you
2: were allowed pass backs. you know, yeah. the keepers were allowed to pick up the ball. Yeah, there was loads, right. of, loads of little things that you could go into. So I can't compare. That was equal for compare. everybody you at the definitely time.
3: can't
1: compare.
2: Yeah, um
3: But... We, we were just head and shoulders a bit. No, not compare gags.
1: I, I, yeah, uh, the, the question more, um, angled at the fact that maybe, um, acknowledge the, the battle that this Liverpool side faces in terms of, you know, they, they, they're challenging a team that's better than them. Does that make sense? They're not the best team that, in the league. On, on points they would be banned talking about players and things. The,
3: the league table doesn't lie, you know
1: no it doesn't but like um but then on the flip side to that Leicester won the league and they were consistently the better team in terms the of a turning up formers. but but in terms of like individual players like the players that you mentioned from seven, you said we had a superior squad and I think that's what I'm aiming at but Man City do have the superior squad look at their bench
3: by far by far yeah. they have a superior yeah. squad I mean um and that's that's just the way it is and and we we've, we've how we're dealing with that this season is a credit and a testament to what the whole club has achieved.
0: Um, to be but-
1: fair, a lot of people in the chat box compare, um, are, agree- are saying it's really hard to compare. Rohan said just said that. Um, okay. So, yeah, there are people that are agreeing with you. It might it might be hard to compare. But um, I just wanted to bring that over just to be a bit more appreciative of what this team is having to deal with more than anything. No,
3: uh, that, that's fine uh, I, I agree with everything you said there so um, but yeah let, you know so, um, that H788 team was was the best team I've seen play mm. you know uh, the the result against Forest that year I think it was uh, 5-0 or 5-1 I can't remember what it was I mean that, that day the football we played was oh it was mem- um, what's the word I'm looking for there mesmerising
2: it really
1: wow. was. Well, I, I wish I was around to see it, but I don't want to be ageing, so... have got a
2: video somewhere of that game, you know. Right! We got, we got, we, we, I had, uh, I had the, at the end of the season, they used to do season videos, and I used to have all of those for all the era, all that era, and we said, listen, and watch, I used to watch them back all the time, and you know, honestly, some of the football and the goals were, were fucking un, unreal. And it's just, they were, they were the city of that era. They were the man city of yeah, that era. No one was no one, was, no one was touching them. So the fact that we're ahead of the city of this era tells you everything at where how we are, are yeah. where we are. And also Liverpool spent the most money in that area. They did everything they had the, you know, they had the most money. They were the biggest club, whatever. We're not in this era. What we are achieving in this era is all off the back of how well the club is run, how well the manager works, how, while the collection of players work together and it's all coming through as a club overall. And like that is what's fantastic about what we're achieving. It's it's through our ourselves. It's not like, yeah, we fucking got bought out by this fucking big billionaire over there who 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 is bollocks and uh who hides all the FFP bullshit. And yeah, there's loads of dodgy stuff going on. No. That's not what's happening. half the fan base still hates FSG and they're fucking top of the league. Like this is what they 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 have been part of that they're building—it's crazy—and uh, no one's happy. But my, <laughs> it's it's mad. Can you pull some more money out, please, from somewhere? Even though you spend so much. <laughs> but like like I said, I, I wanted just to spend more in the summer, so I can't talk. But like th- things like that. But overall, it's fantastic. It is fantastic, and to be neck and neck and just ahead—sorry, right now just ahead of City—is magnificent. Magnificent. Uh, it's it's better than anything in the Premier League era. That's for us, and that says everything.
1: Fair enough. Right, guys, I think we've come to the end. Um, I want to get your shout out. I will come to Cam first. Man of the match for you, Cam. Roberto Firmino. Roberto Firmino.
3: All day long. Just for being
1: Roberto today. Firmino.
3: Yeah, I just thought he was phenomenal today. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. he, he he inspired us to And I think. I've, I've, I'll put Nabi a close second.
1: Nice. Okay, Gags, what about yourself? I mean, we've got Steve P again, ever so vocal, saying that um, uh, Jurgen Klopp in his post-match conference after the game uh, um, after the game, said that Ginny had diarrhoea and vomiting for the last two nights, then he puts in a performance like that and, of course, gets the goal. Uh, no bloody butlers here, Steve um, uh, adds on there. I don't think Klopp said that. Or maybe he did. I don't know. I've not seen the, uh, the commentary post-match comments. Gags, who's your man of the match?
2: I'm going with Naby as well.
1: You're going with Nabby and uh, yeah. Cam's gone with uh, Bobby. Bobby, Nabby?
2: Yeah. No, but no, Nabby, definitely. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. Um, I think they are both brilliant shots. They were both in my contention for Man of the Match as well. Along, you know, I've looked at Ginny, his performance. But of course, he got subbed and then he got. Makes sense why he probably subbed him now as well. And, of course, to rest him. And, um of course, I thought Fabinho was great as well. But, Gags, I'm going to have to agree with you. And I'm going to say Nabi because I feel like he's had a lot of stake. And I feel like he was involved in everything. I felt like he had this free role. Um, I thought he... He might this might be the turning point for Nabicator and what a time to come into your own. So for me it is Nabicata but Roberto Firmino is a great shout. But if I say Roberto Firmino, Shrikant is gonna think I have some agenda index bullshit <laughs> going on. <laughs> and I, I I gotta play it down a little. I gotta Jimmy like, probably
2: deserved it too, man, for the finish. Like yeah. there's so many so many play well Mo was on it as well. Like people Screaming, why not Mo? On this? So, there's so many players that did well, but uh, for me, yes, yeah, Taddeo was good too, but I think not as good as he's been in the last few games, but he scored, so massive. But, but Rowan, Naby,
1: Rowan thinks it should be Nabi or Jin, G- him. Yeah. And Naby. Steve P has just confirmed that, no, he didn't say the last bit that no bottle is here. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. So, yeah, for me, Nabi, build up. Uh, and, uh, XG chain all over it, all over in the involvements of the goal. So, and the shots in the, today's game. So, big up Nabi Kater.
1: For sure. And you know what? I've got some commentary here from Scott Chandler as well in the chat box. He goes, as an American, I'm fucking proud of what FSG have done. It makes up for the arsehole. Um, Hicks and Gillette could not yeah. agree more. Let's really? just, yeah, turn the page on that one. Right, guys. Okay. So you've heard what the lads have said. Uh, Nabi. Nabicator, Man of the Match, and of course Roberto Firmino with their shouts. I've gone with Nabicator. Let us know your thoughts. Um, We have come to the end of the Nina Couser show. Let us... Let's give a massive shout-out to all our callers who are absolutely amazing. A massive shout-out to these two boys who are just awesome on and off podcasts. Um, But before I let them go, any plugs? Cam, I know you were on a podcast, so plug away. Let us know where people can find you and what you're working on.
3: Um... Yeah, you'll you'll find me every week on the uh, main AI uh, pod on the uh, free site with Craig Downey and uh, and Carl Kopak. I forgot his mm-hmm. name there for a minute. Sorry, Carl. Um, so I was thinking of the at the Sensei. So, but you can find me on Twitter uh, at cam underscore branch. So, yeah, reach out, have a chat. Let's do it
1: yeah and he he will be doing a lot of those ai pods and he's also on desi as well which we will be recording together at some point so watch this space, gags what have you got going on and also let the people they can get involved in discord because it is a life-changing app
2: Oh my God. I don't know about that, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm dot index.com forward slash discord. Uh, we do these live, but obviously only AI pro subscribers can listen in live it's, uh, immediately after the game. So if you're interested in AI pro, which is 30 podcasts, more than 30 podcasts a month from our guys, uh, all the pros involved is Paul dog There's legends like Moby. Kenny will be back soon as well. So many, um, you know, like, uh, pros in terms of. Uh, Marty, who does the, the physio stuff. We'll try and get him on Fatigue Index next week. Cy, Sci, sports scientist, data analyst. Uh, Paul Douglas, the coach. So much going on. Um, come and listen to so many different takes. And um, the Minefield Boys. Nan
1: Mulby, been there, done that, bought the T-shirt and held the championship
2: absolutely he knows how to win a title so and he was in the last one so you know all these all these brilliant takes that you can uh you can swat up on and educate yourselves. so much nonsense out there right now in terms of bottling and this is player shit that player shit all this is rubbish come and check out ai pro where you get it from a mix of fans pros everyone mixed together debating uh and then you get to listen to the shows live like nina's on um, Discord, so make sure you come there as well, and there's a free site to Discord if you're not a subscriber, but you just can't listen to the live stuff, but you can get involved in the chat, it's amphodindex.com forward slash Discord with the invite you can get it on your apps, and your laptops, and even off of a web browser if you don't want notifications and stuff going on, so yeah, uh, all there for you, and uh, AI Pro will have a shitload of content following up on this game, and getting ready for the buy one the week after, so yeah, make sure you're you're uh, there and foodindex.com forward slash join.
1: Awesome stuff. Yep, guys, keep it locked here. I know it's ten day break, but I will be back um, with some content in the, in them ten days. It will be all on the pro side. I might have a I might do a Euro incision as well post them um, Bayern Munich game. Who knows? So watch this space. And um, with some excellent, excellent journalists. So. Keep your ears peeled for that one. For my part, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy being on top. Let's hope City fucking crumble against Chelsea, here's hoping. And till I catch you in my next episode, stay positive, stay awesome and up the Reds. Network.